This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 69. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, bi-weekly episodes to keep you motivated along your language learning journey. And uh, I don't know about you, but just getting towards the end of the year now, I've already started to find myself thinking about my goals for for next year, even though I'm not actually a huge fan of, of uh, New Year's resolutions, because I kind of feel that um, language goals and goal setting and things like this is, is something we should be doing on a regular basis, not just um, on the new year. But, you know, nevertheless, it is an opportunity to, to you know, sit back and think, right, what do I really want? How's this year been? What am I going to aim for? next year so um what have you you know what what have you guys been thinking about what what is the thing that you really want to look back on at the end of next year end of 2016 and say you know what i did that this year and it was awesome something to think about so before we dive into today's question i want to thank the sponsors of the show italki where you can get the most convenient possible language lessons from the comfort of your own home, I uh, I have my language lessons each week in my little home office. I don't even have to leave the house. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's dive into today's question from Alan. Hi, Ollie. I'm Alan from Taiwan. I have a question of Language Learning Foundations course. When you say do not learn more than one language if you are getting used to one of them, now, I want to arrange a frequently session in Japanese on italki, three times per week, and I want to know, can I learn French at the same time? Because I know both of them are not in the same language partners, so I think it's okay. But I'm a Chinese native speaker, and I want to learn two of them. My schedule is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are Japanese speaking sessions. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday are French-speaking session. Does it make sense, or it's not a good idea to learn both of them? Thank you, Ali. Okay, Alan, thank you very much for a great question. Um, so this comes up time and time again, doesn't it? Can you learn two languages at the same time? It seems that <laughs> you know you guys know what I think about this topic now, but it seems that. Uh, it seems that no one, no one wants to listen to me. So I'm going to take a little bit of a different um, approach this time, and I'm going to look at the, the the opportunities in learning two languages and how you might be able to do it to best effect and, and some of the pros of learning two languages at the same time. So can you learn two languages at the same time? Yes, you can. Obviously, you can learn as many languages at the same time as you want. Um, two is certainly possible. Does it depend on the language? Now, Alan was kind of intimating that because he's learning, he wants to learn Japanese and French, that it would be easier because they're two very different languages. And I think you're absolutely right. If the languages that you're going to pick are from two different language families, that they're not closely related, that is much easier for you than if you were going to pick two languages from the same language family. Because one of the big problems with learning multiple languages is that you confuse uh, words phrases verbs with it between the two languages and for me the, like the, I always think back to um, my early days of learning languages and I I had been studying Italian for some time could speak it really well and I I spent a bit of time in Italy and then I went back to London and 
I start, I had made some Spanish friends and started learning Spanish. Now, as you may know, Spanish and Italian are extremely closely related languages. And with my change in circumstances, I, I, I went back to London. I stopped speaking Italian. I didn't have any Italian friends. I started speaking lots of Spanish and within six months, I'd forgotten all of my Italian. And the reason is because, the, you know, the, the, the language, the languages are so similar. There are so many words which are virtually identical with a few minor tweaks and um, between the languages that you kind of get to this point where you're thinking, oh, was it that or was it this? Or, you know, what, 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 what was it? How do you say that? Um, and so I forgot my Italian very, very quickly and, and, um, it came from the confusion with the Spanish. But that doesn't happen with languages, doesn't happen so much anyway, with languages that are very different. And, um, you know, in the over the last year, I've spent time learning both Arabic and Cantonese. And I'd say there's virtually no confusion between the two whatsoever. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I would find myself, for example, sometimes speaking Cantonese and a few Arabic words would slip out. But that's more from kind of force of habit, not because I'm confusing the two languages. You, know, you couldn't really get more different languages than, than Cantonese and Arabic. So, um, you know, the, the, the more different the languages are, the easier it's going to be. So, yeah, if you were going to learn two languages, Alan, I think Japanese and French would be a great combination because they have nothing to do with each other whatsoever. Um, from, well, from a, from a kind of modern linguistic point of view anyway. I don't know about the, the, the roots. I don't believe there are any connections. Um, but yeah, linguistically speaking, um, in terms of how you use both of the languages, they're totally separate. So you're not going to find yourself getting too confused between the two. So I think that's a great combination. Other combinations might be uh, German and Arabic, Spanish and Mongolian, Finnish and Swahili. <laughs> any kind of any languages from different families would be fine to learn. Combinations to avoid would be, for example, um, Spanish and Italian, Spanish and Portuguese. Um, Cantonese and uh, Mandarin, um, possibly something like Vietnamese and Thai because of the tonal aspect of it. You know, you might find yourself getting muddled up between the tones of the, of the two. Um, maybe something like um, a couple of Eastern European languages, perhaps that have, a, that have a very similar Slavic root. So, yeah. Um, now, I mean, the, the caveat here is that if you've learned one language, that makes it a lot easier to learn another language, another similar language afterwards. So if you've already learned Spanish, for example, it's very easy to learn Italian. If you've already learned Cantonese, it's very easy to learn Mandarin, just not at the same time. All right. So if you choose to learn two languages at the same time, what are the advantages that you have? Well, you can... If you have success in one aspect of one language, you can try and apply that, that same success to the other one. So if you figured out a great way of learning, um, le memorizing vocabulary in French, you can take those same strategies to memorize vocabulary in Japanese, for example. So there's a lot of kind of cross pollination of skills, transferable skills there. You also get to learn about two different cultures at the same time. So, you know, in terms of learning about the world and stuff like that, then by immersing yourself in two languages, you are kind of doubling the amount of uh, ex exposure, I guess, that you're getting to to the rest of the world, which is a fantastic thing. You also learn more about, I guess, different some particular aspects of language learning. So, you know, getting to grips with French is very different to getting to grips with Japanese. So you would become 
familiar more quickly with different types of languages and how they're constructed. And also in terms of, you know, your own passions, if you're passionate about learning French and Japanese, then yeah, absolutely, go for it. It's really important that we do things that we want to do and we sort of satisfy our, our passions. So those are the pros. There are cons, and I can't let this I can't let this episode go by without addressing some of the issues here because you can't deny you can't get away from the fact that if you are studying two languages, then you are splitting in half by fifty percent the time that you could be spending on one. All right, which means and then so when you're spending only half the time on one language, obviously you're going to make a lot less progress than if you're spending all your time on one language. All right. Um, I would also say that one of the most important elements in learning to to speak a new language quickly is to immerse yourself in the language and to really, you know, get that, what, what I like to call struggle. Struggle is essential. And struggle comes from kind of pushing yourself and immersing yourself so much in a language. You know, your head starts to hurt. You get headaches. You... You think, oh, my God, I can't do, I can't handle this anymore. That's exactly the kind of time when you actually learn the most because you're, you, you kind of, your, your zone of comfort is expanding. Your, your, your brain is adapting to take on the new language. This kind of struggle and immersion and total, yeah, total immersion in the language is what really helps you push forward. And when you are, uh, when you're trying to learn two languages, you can't reach that same stage of immersion and struggle with the two languages at the same time. So again, it makes learning less effective. So it's you have to balance that, really. It's your own personal choice how you balance that. Um, again, personally for me, because I like to learn to speak a language well and as quickly as possible, I focus on one language. If you're more concerned with learning about two different languages and getting a feel for them, satisfying your curiosity, then absolutely go for two. Just be aware, or even three, you know, just be aware that you will not be able to make as quick progress as with one. One potential option for you is to take an 80-20 approach to learning two languages. So, Alan, in your case, you could, for example, say, right, my my... The language that's most important for me is French, so I'm going to spend 80% of my time on French, and then, which allows you to get quite a bit of immersion, and then 20% of your time on Japanese, just to kind of do a little bit, so you don't feel like you're ignoring it, but you're, you know, you're kind of also keeping it up in a small way. That's one potential way of doing it. I think it's probably more effective than doing 50-50, because in one of your languages, the one that you spend 80% of your time on, you will you know, make some good solid progress. So I hope that helps. It's not a new topic, but it is a kind of different take on the same one. So I hope that's insightful for you guys. Uh, if you'd like to ask me a question like Alan did, you can do it right now. You can literally just whip out your phone or open up your laptop and go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm going to leave you today with a quote. Um, in fact, when I first started the podcast, I, I did aim to do something slightly different at the end of every episode. I've been focusing on uh, resources recently, but I'm going to leave you with a quote today from a guy called Greg Anderson. And I don't know who that is, full disclosure, but he has a great quote, which is very relevant to today's topic, which is, focus on the journey, not on the destination. Joy is not found in completing an activity, but in doing it. So some wise words there for you, Alan. I think that speaks very nicely to what you are wanting to do. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.